Hello, and welcome to another episode of Walking Movies. I'm Nick, and as is per usual, walking to the movies. Is that picking up? Yeah. So now we go. There we go. Oh no, it's windy. Pull that game right down. Don't get too much wind in here, do I? Hey. Um. So. I'm going to see two films this week. Not two on the same day, but two two different uh, screening time sessions, days, whatever. Um, but both comedies. I don't I don't see many comedies at the cinema. Mainly because if I don't go and see a comedy as soon as it first comes out, I feel it's it gets diluted a bit at a cinema because there's nothing worse than going to see a film and uh, the cinema's empty when it's a comedy and I think I've discussed on here before like some of my favourite cinema experiences have been opening weekends going to see something like Jackass or Borat something like that um, so yeah I, I think you've got to go and see a uh, comedy as soon as possible now I'm not seeing this as soon as it's come out because it actually came out on Friday but in the UK we have it's been a lot ongoing promotion for a long time it used to be called Orange Wednesdays it's now called uh, Meerkat Wednesdays um, because they're the ones that now do the deal but uh, it basically gets you two for one at the cinema uh, on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So, opening weekend is only busy, and then the first Wednesday a film's been out, I suppose, is also really busy. So, this should be this should be pretty busy, but we'll see. I suppose time will tell. So, the first film, the one I'm going to right now is uh, to see Free Guy. So, this is a film that should have come out in December, I think, of last year, originally. What was it? Hang on, let's see if I can find out. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. July 2020. Then December 2020... Uh, then got moved to May, and then finally August, and now it's out. Now, this is a Fox-released comedy, so I think a lot of people were expecting this to be uh, coming out on Premier Access, but it's not, obviously, because that's not part of the deal, and Disney are trying to close that section of the business now, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's done pretty well. Opening weekend in the states, about thirty million, which obviously is not great uh, in normal times, but in these pandemic times, with uh, case rises going up in lots of states, then this isn't this isn't bad at all. They're happy, happy enough that they're already. I don't think it's officially confirmed, but they are already discussing um, a sequel. So, uh, there's that. Now, 
I don't know a whole lot about this film. I've seen one trailer for it. And, I, and the problem with comedies is that you kind of want to see one to see if this is a film uh, you want to possibly go and see. But the other problem with a lot of comedy trailers is they do kind of show you the, the funniest bits. Um, this happened with Baywatch. That's probably the biggest example of recent times. I saw the trailer for Baywatch and thought, man, this looks good. And I watched the film and I realised, oh, they've literally taken every funny sequence of the film and whacked it in the trailer. So I got burnt with that. So I try and only watch, you know, a teaser or maybe um, maybe one trailer uh, before the film comes out. So what I can already turn around from what I've or say from what I've seen already is uh, it's set in a video game world the the kind of uh, name of the film the free guy element is Ryan Reynolds who is playing a non-playable character an NPC in a game that looks a little bit like Grand Theft Auto that kind of that kind of thing so um that's where he comes in and, and he gets some glasses which uh, makes him realise he's actually part of a, a video game you know he's living his life like this was like the Truman Show or something uh, and yeah hilarity ensures I'm guessing um, <laughs> that's all I really want to know I don't want to know too much more than that I just want to see if it makes me laugh um, so yeah as I said Ryan Reynolds is uh, the lead in this film Someone who pretty, I think, comes across pretty well in interviews and stuff. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Um, film-wise, a mixed bag. You know, Deadpool one was great. I thought um, didn't really like Deadpool two. Uh, Green Lantern as well. I forgot about that. Not great in that. But yeah, I mean, he's he's a good actor. I wouldn't say like amazing or outstanding or anything, but. You know, he's only entertaining enough. Um, Taika Waititi is in this as well, I can see from the trailer. Um, big fan of his work, but I do also feel that he's playing the same kind of role in all of these films. So that worries me a little bit. I wonder how he'll be in this one. Uh, but Jodie Comer is in this. Um, she's probably best known for her role in uh, I can't remember three, four seasons now of Killing Eve as uh, the lead character Villanelle she's really good now um, very talented actress and this is the first kind of major Hollywood role uh, she's had so sorry sorry this past still got a flooded subway but there's uh, enough for me to negotiate around it without getting so wet so that's good um, yeah so looking forward to her in this because good to see her in a big Hollywood role um, and the reviews have been pretty positive been a few uh, reviews that weren't so kind to it um, but yeah I've definitely seen more positive feedback on it so yeah 
it's hard because said you know comedy films can really fall into either category for me but I'm looking forward to it so hopefully it will be alright um, and in a preview for tomorrow uh, I will be watching People Just Do Nothing big in Japan unfortunately I'm going to a fair, well it's not early screening of that it's it's late afternoon almost almost evening it's post work put it this way um, and yeah I'd like to be going a bit later but it is what it is so we'll see um, anyway that's all I've got to say really about uh, free guy right now I suppose I should just get my ass to the cinema so I'm able to talk to you about it afterwards so Tati bye so I have finished watching uh, Free Guy now you might notice it's much quieter now than earlier on when I was recording walking up to the cinema and that's because I'm home uh, I got a lift home I went to see the film with a friend of mine who offered to drop me off on the way back so I wasn't going to turn down a free lift so I waited until I got home uh, to record this next bit um, free guy okay so let's start with the negatives so the first one is it's a comedy that I don't think has much comedy in it I must have laughed maybe just over a handful of times and nothing that made me like proper like laugh out loud just little titters here and there um i think it thinks it's funny than it actually is now is that on me possibly i don't know but i'm normally a, somebody who laughs quite a lot of comedies even at really stupid stuff um so i didn't i don't think it's a particularly funny comedy that's not to say it's a bad film i just don't think it hits the mark that it expects to now i think there's two reasons why that's the case okay so the first one and this is the second negative point is ryan reynolds now as i said leading up to it as a person i like him but as an actor i don't think he's got a great body of of work he seems to be very similar in a lot of stuff he does and i would say this is the downfall of this film for me he's the lead actor in the film and he's not funny now what he does is a kind of slightly diluted deadpool i'd say not that he breaks the fourth wall he's not talking to the audience or anything like that but the way he delivers jokes so there's one very early on in the film first few minutes where he drinks a cup of coffee and the film reminded me at this point of like the lego movie with Emmett. it seemed really really to rip that off i didn't just just thought of that now but it's true so he has this whole routine thing like before he goes to work and he goes to the coffee shop and he gets a cup of coffee and he drinks this cup of coffee and he says wow it's like losing virginity in my mouth. I, 
I'm assuming that's supposed to make everyone laugh. It barely got a reaction in the in the cinema that I was in today, and uh, to that point as well, it was a packed cinema. Uh, there's still COVID restrictions of some kind in place, so it was probably about 75% full, but it was packed. It's certainly the biggest uh, crowd I've been to the cinema with um, since the, the reopenings. Um, so yeah, it just felt flat. It, it just wasn't funny, and he kept doing stuff like that, and it felt like somebody had written these lines. Now, whether he's writing this, whether someone else is writing it, it felt too forced. The person I went with to see the film, who actually does another podcast called We Watch Bad Movies, which I've been a guest on, so um, go and listen to that if you've never listened to it and you like, even if you don't like this. Why listen if you don't like it? Look, go go and uh, download We Watch Bad Movies, because they do watch some bad movies and it's funny. Um... So he's a, he's a wrestling fan, and we kind of talk about the, uh, you know the things we don't like about wrestling. And one of those things is, especially with WWE wrestling, is when a wrestler cuts a promo where they're talking to the audience or they're talking to another wrestler, they feel very very scripted and, and not very believable. Um, and it's not always been that way. And you get people like The Rock, and that feels quite natural, but. On the whole, it feels like it's too false. So that definitely felt... Uh, Ryan Reynolds' comedy was, was kind of going down that path. It just wasn't very enjoyable. The other one uh, is that this is directed by Sean Levy. Uh, or Sean Levy. I don't know how you pronounce it. He's, uh, he's famous for directing things like Night at the Museum. Um, he's done a few episodes of Stranger Things, actually, which is quite weird. But... Um, yeah, Night at the Museum series was him. Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen as well. Really, really what I would call softball comedies. You know, kind of aimed at the general family. Have a few jokes in. Maybe have a few funny sequences. But on the whole, not really. Uh, you know, arguably comedies. That's the negative stuff out of the way. The positive stuff. Um, so this is a great calling card for uh, Jodie Comer. Excellent as I expected her to be. She is the standout of this film. Really, really good. Um, for anyone that's, that's watched Killing Eve, she's really good at accent. She's actually Scouse. Um, she's got quite a, a Scouse accent when she talks normally, but you don't hear that very often. Um, and this film, she is an American character, but she also, in the video game world, um, you know, does the voice in, in English. In English? With an English accent, a British accent. Um, yeah. So, she's excellent in it. Really, really good. Um, Joe Keery is in this. Um, he's most famous, really, for being Steve in Stranger Things. He's good. He's good in this. Um, you know, nice, nice character. Um, yeah, does a good job. You know, you can see that he's got a uh, a future ahead of him uh, as well. Uh, Little Rel Howry, uh, I've seen him appear in bits and pieces. He did a really good film that went straight to Netflix a few months ago. There was like a hidden camera type jackass thing. Uh, I always find him entertaining, uh, and he was good in this. And Taika Waititi, um, I, I quite enjoyed in this. 
you know, he's a bit over the top. Well, he's very over the top, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, it, was, it was different to his portrayal of Hitler. Um, so completely different to that, but still over the top. I'm a big fan of the guy's work. You know, I'll put it out there. What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, um, Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit. I love all of those films um, in different ways. And I think he's a, he's a talented guy. So um, I was a bit worried about him going in, but actually I, I, was, I was fine with it in the end. Um, the other thing as well with this film, I mean, obviously it's based in a, in a fake video game world. The one thing that I will give credit to Sean Levy for is the way it looks and the way that they make it feel like a video game. They do that really well. I think that is, that is really well done. It's believable. It feels like a video game. It's probably the best representation of a video game I've seen in a film. And it's not even a real video game. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, was really well done. And obviously that's the most important part of the film. So they nailed that. So I'll, I'll give them props there. Um, anything else? Uh, nah. I think that's it. So I think if you're going into this film expecting like an out-and-out comedy, it will probably leave you a bit empty. If you're going into the film, you know, wanting a kind of, you know, summer blockbuster, you know, bit of entertainment for a couple of hours. I mean, how how long was it? 115 minutes, just under two hours. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it ticks the box. You know, I can see it being popular. Um, they have announced there's going to be a sequel or they're working on a sequel. I don't think it needs a sequel, if I'm honest. That's not going to stop them, obviously. <laughs> if a studio wants to make one because they're going to make some money, it's going to happen. But, yeah, for me, it just didn't need to. It doesn't need to kind of continue, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the audience I watched it with, they didn't laugh very much either, so I think... You know, but as I said, no one was grumbling at the end that it wasn't a good film. Like everyone seemed to quite enjoy it. It's just not what I'd hoped it to be. I'd hope, hoped it was a bit funnier. Um, also, one thing that I will—I I forgot. I just remembered. Um, this is obviously kind of because of the video game element is aimed at fans of uh, streamers. So there's a lot of cameos in the film from uh you know famous video game playing streamers like uh dan tdm now i know the name dan tdm if you walk past me on the street i wouldn't have recognized him um but they have people from that world appear in the film now for the younger audience they probably get all of those and it's probably like a real uh you know big uh to do for them to like see people they watch on youtube or twitch or uh, Discord or whatever appear in this film. I'm sure that that's you know good for them. I guess it's a it's probably like me getting my daughter to watch a comedy from like the 80s or 90s where you get a celebrity cameo pop up uh, during the film and having no frame of reference. That is just not my thing at all. I've never watched these streamers. I've never kind of got into that world. I just know a few of the names. So 
for them, they'll probably get a real kick out of seeing people that they know and follow and watch and what have you. But uh, me and the guy that was watching it with, we had no idea who these people were. So uh, that made me feel a little bit old. But you know what? It's a good film. It, like, it was enjoyable. It's not going to win any awards. Um, but it, it is a nice way to pass two hours. Do I recommend you go and see this at the cinema? I'd say no. I think if it was funny, I'd say yes. You know, take the family. Um, and that's the other thing. It's a twelve. It's a twelve A. There's a few crude jokes in it, but overall, it's it's probably not too bad. The jokes probably go over the head of, of kids that age anyway. So, um, yeah, something to consider. But yeah, I, for me, this is something I could quite happily wait for it to appear on streaming. Now, on that note, it's a Fox film. Uh, it should be coming to Disney Plus in America. I know that this was part of a pre-existing HBO deal that they had with Fox to get first rights to show films. So I know in America, at least, Free Guys not coming to Disney Plus in a few months' time. It will be going to HBO Max uh, or HBO. I'm not sure if there's a difference between the two anymore, but it's going to be shown on there. Um, in the UK, I don't know what the deal is. I think all of that stuff now has gone from Sky and other license holders. So uh, it, it could be that Free Guy does appear on Disney Plus in the UK in a few months, but I don't know. Um, so, you know, it'll, it'll be available somewhere. So you'll be able to rent it or, or buy it in a few months if you don't want to go to the cinema to see it. Um, yeah, it's a very hard film for me to view because, as I said, on the one hand, it's a comedy that's not very funny, but it's still enjoyable. But I, it's, I just don't think it's good enough for me to say, get yourself down to cinema to see. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's Free Guy. Um, and that's my little review of that. Um, hopefully I'll go and see um, People Just Do Nothing Tomorrow. And um, I'm hoping that's going to you know, make me laugh a bit more. So, there you go. Right, I don't know if you could hear that in the background, but my dinner has just finished cooking. Um, so I'm going to go and have a late dinner before I watch some other movies for uh, Patreon episodes on the After Dark Podcast Network. And I will see you on another episode. And until then, Flynn lives. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I could break all the chains holding me. I wish I could say all the things that I should say. Say I'm loud, say I'm clear. For the whole round world here, I wish I... This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.